This is the Pensive Pittsburgher, and you're listening to the audio podcast of my 500 word or less weekly blog about the things that make one of America's most livable cities one of America's most riveting cities. Where in Pittsburgh can you see both the city skyline and the zoo's monkey house? Here, both a live performance by George Gershwin and over 150 antique self-playing music machines, and experience both an indoor underground cave and a panoply of secret passages. None other than the Bernhoff Museum. Nestled in a quaint O'Hara Township neighborhood, the 19,000-square-foot Bernhoff Museum is a one-of-a-kind home built in 1982 by the eccentric Charles Chuck B. Brown III. Chuck made his fortune through gaslight manufacturing, which he founded in 1963. When he commissioned his large estate, Chuck hired a 17-year-old Carnegie Mellon University engineering student to serve as the general contractor. Chuck was known for his kindness, generosity, and propensity to tell outrageous lies to get a ruse from those who'd listen. Some of these bluffs are best heard from the lips of the curator of the museum. Nonetheless, legend has it that Chuck once secured financing and developed a deep friendship with his banker when the banker called Chuck full of crap for claiming that his girlfriend was the illegitimate daughter of an infamous world figure. The home overlooks the Allegheny River, with views of Lock Number 2, the Pittsburgh Zoo, the Pittsburgh skyline, and on a clear day, parts of Uniontown almost 50 miles away. It is filled with gadgets, authentic Bavarian decor, secret passageways, a rooftop observatory, and most famously, music boxes, player pianos, phonographs, orchestrions, and dozens of other one-of-a-kind automated musical gizmos. Chuck began his collection later in life by purchasing a defunct music box museum from Florida and shipping all of the instruments to the Pittsburgh property. These instruments include disc players of various sizes, automatic violin machines, bird boxes, and even those machines still used today in amusement park carousels. When Chuck died in 1999, his will directed the executors to establish the John Schneider Lorish Foundation, named for Chuck's grandfather, to preserve the Baronhof as a museum and to showcase the world-class collection of instruments. But this was not music to the ears of the residents living in the residential neighborhoods surrounding the property. The local zoning board initially refused to allow the home to become a museum, and only relented when the foundation sought to assuage residents' concerns. The foundation promised small tour groups and limited hours of operations, and allegedly pointed out that the property was already zoned to be used as a halfway house if the community and the zoning board chose not to allow the museum to open. The curator of the museum is a retired music teacher and has extensive knowledge of the musical devices showcased throughout the two-and-a-half-hour tour. You can sample some of the music machines on the museum's website, 
but believe me when I say that you must hear these things in person to fully appreciate their beauty and intricacy. Tours are only $10, but you must register in advance. Thanks for listening to Defensive Pittsburgh. Check out my blog online, be sure to subscribe, and see you next week.